Sometimes in life we just suffer. Sometimes it's from being totally withdrawn. All so much stress that we are totally anxious. All so tired that we are totally burnt out. But our current position is not our final destination. No, indeed. There's hope. So whether it's your personal life, your career, your relationship, your business, or your job, we say there's reason to believe again. And we present from Andy's personal development, the breakout room. It's the place for health, happiness, and prosperity. Stay tuned for more. Our next guest in the breakout room is Kaylee Bevere. She has been in the financial industry for over 15 years. And Kaylee continues to create initiatives to grow a community that brings together financially independent women that are stepping into their worth as serious earners and smart investors. She's also the host of the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. As a strong proponent of financial literacy, she writes articles on financial topics and has been published in Calgary's Child Magazine with her article called Raising Money Savvy Children. So, let's welcome the single mom and independent financial advisor, Kaylee Bevere. And we are live in the breakout room, and Kaylee has that wonderful, warm smile on her face. So let's welcome our guest. I'm Kaylee, good. How are you Thank doing? Thank you so much for having me. Great. Thank you for agreeing to be on our show. So you have a very interesting and exciting portfolio. And one of the reasons why I say so is because you seem to be a person that a lot of female persons, women, can identify with especially when it comes to financial independence and financial literacy. So let's begin by you telling us a bit about the younger times that you had before you realized this gift that you now share with so many. Could you go as far back as maybe five, six years and remember how you grew up and what impact that had on your life to the point that you are now? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Right. So you're mm -hmm. right. For me, it started really early on. Like I think I was like five, six years old. Um, I had a single mom and money really was showing up as a source of like stress and struggle. And that's what I was noticing. Um, but, you know, I got glimpses of, well, that didn't seem to be the case for everyone because, you know, I had my friends' houses I'd go to and they had, you know, the stuff that I wanted but didn't have and things like that. So it was like that 
you know, kind of a quiet, like sort of introvert mm -hmm. self I am. I was yeah. like this observer kind of taking it all yeah. in and realizing that, okay, you know, it's not that same not everyone has that same level of scarcity and and whatnot that some people you know have these things that are the things I want. So it was like, okay, you know, I want to know more. I want to understand more. And then I became just like very much like a student of all things, money and finances. And I wanted to know everything there was to know. Um, because seeing my mom go through that, it's like, as a child, you just wish, you know, you could do anything to help. But at that time, there's not really a lot you can do. Like I felt really yeah, helpless yeah. at that age. So growing up, I just became very observant. And then I remember around like the age of like eight years old, I kept bugging my mom saying I wanted a Super Nintendo so bad. And instead of saying the usual, like, no, we can't afford that. It was her response was, okay, if you want one so badly, you can go buy it yourself. And wow. so that was like the like aha moment yeah, for me. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. it wasn't to know. It was I can do something about this. And, you know, I'm not just like it's not just a no and sort of like that's the end. It's like, OK, there's a possibility here. And so for me, that was like a yes. And so I found all the ways I could to make money. And I didn't have like a lot of earnings potential. I would do like odd jobs. Um, mm -hmm. I would go on babysitting gigs with my sister and help her out. And then she yeah. would split like some of the money with me and things like that. And I like diligently like squirreled away my money i had this like little tin can <laughs> that i hid in my closet yeah, and i saved yeah. up enough to buy it i went and bought it with my own money and it was like the greatest feeling i can't even describe the feeling of just like wow like it was like i won a million dollars or more right like it was just like <laughs> yeah, i can make yeah. my dreams come true and i mm -hmm. have the ability to do this so i think from that sort of like experience and feeling i just realized like wow all you know women need to have this like i don't want women to struggle and feel stress about money and mm -hmm. you know i am an example of like you don't have to start out with having a lot but you can make a difference and you can make a change and that was kind of the path i kept taking my whole life of like i'd have this goal and i would achieve it and i'd have another one and i'd achieve it so i really wanted to build something supporting women where all women could feel that same way. And that's yeah. what I've done with my business is just really built a brand on focusing on supporting women with their finances and in their financial lives and hoping to inspire them too to have those big goals and and actually feel like, okay, and I can achieve them and I know what I have to do to get there and and you know walk beside them and support them on that journey. And that's really yeah. what I've done over the past like several years building my business. And I love it. Like I love getting to see that difference and and see women really like step into that too feeling of like okay you know maybe i can't do this or you know I, i'm not in a place to be able to you know do these things with my money but then realizing that you can and that there are possibilities and you know we can all make changes even little changes no matter where we're at in our journeys and those can have a big impact um, on your future because when we talk about finances and money and investing it's all about compounding growth and and things like that yeah. and you know it yeah. takes just little steps and those add up and make a big difference Okay, that's a wonderful story. Um, already there's inspiration and belief and hope coming out of your your story, and I can hear the passion. So really appreciate you sharing with us, Kaylee. Now, you have been in the financial industry for a period of over 15 years. Take us through that journey and tell us the different tasks that you would have played if you work for any organization, what were the challenges, 
And what was your experience that you gained coming out of the financial industry for that period of time? Yeah, like I think, you know, my biggest gain was realizing the kind of like relationship I was seeing with women and their money and what what had kind of happened because the financial industry has been very male dominated for yeah, yeah. kind of its whole history. So yeah, yeah. yes, we're making progress, we're making changes and that's great to see. But even in the role of like financial advisor, there's only about 15% mm -hmm. women. So what yeah. we find is like, it's been an industry very catered to men, designed by men. And then women as you know, coming to that and looking to work with a financial professional, um, it, it can feel very intimidating or uncomfortable or right, like not right. welcoming. So mm -hmm. I think it was like what I was learning is like we have to create more of like an ex like inclusive environment when it comes to money and finances. Um, for too long, it's been kind of, you know, talked about and presented and marketed in a certain way and we need to change that so everyone feels comfortable so we don't feel like oh no i you know i don't have enough money i can't look to work with a professional or um i can't you know do anything until i'm better with finances or if i have a better understanding or things like that so i guess it's like i really learned kind of what people are kind of experiencing experiencing and and how they're maybe feeling more isolated and how we can create a more welcoming environment for everyone okay. to really feel like they're welcome and they belong yeah yeah I, I get that i get that so tell us a bit about the wealth and wellness podcast what stimulated you to go off on on on, on that road in terms of the idea that was born in your mind or in your spirit or your soul that you decided you needed to go public, share this information on a podcast, and what is the basic message that you really want to get out there from the platform, which is the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it really like came as an idea when COVID first hit, because I used to right. do in-person events where yeah. I would have women come in and I would do wealth topics. Um, okay. And then COVID hit, and I guess, you know, we started coming up against a lot of other things that we were dealing with and, and challenges. Like, I don't mm -hmm. think we, you know, not experiencing something like that before it was very right. unprecedented and people were kind of challenged in all sorts of ways. So for me, it was like understanding, okay, there's the wealth and money side of things, but that can only get you so far. Cause when we're in something yeah. like a global pandemic, you know, money is not going to like buy your way out of that. It's not going right. to fix or change anything. Like there's still your health and your wellness and your well being. Mm -hmm. So I wanted mm -hmm. to create this podcast as like a connection between wealth and wellness. Like, you know, okay. there's being wealthy and having a lot of maybe money or finances, but where is that going to get you if you're not like on the wellness side of things and feeling good and, and physically doing well. So I created it kind of to bring those two concepts together, um, knowing that obviously you need that full package. You need the the wealthiness and the wellness to like have that full, um, you know, good experience and to enjoy yeah. your, your goals and the things you set out to do. So that's how I created the podcast. And then I've, you know, done episodes on maybe just money topics or investing topics. And then I have other people come on and talk about different wellness topics. So, you know, someone like a naturopath or a coach, like a life coach or something like that, um, a divorce lawyer or counselor, and just really like dig into 
other things that we're dealing with as well, mm -hmm. because yeah, yeah. money's one piece and it kind of ties into a lot of that other stuff, but we can't ignore those other pieces because we're, we're sort of these, you know, whole beings and we yeah. have a lot yeah. going on in our lives. Yeah. I like that because it focuses on a holistic approach towards life in terms of the health being combined with the wellness. Um, I'm putting a plug for me here. I'm a life and development coach, so maybe I could <laughs> yes. put an appearance on your podcast. We could talk exactly. about that some other time. Yeah, something Absolutely. to look forward to. So, Kaylee, here's the thing. You have spoken on various panels, including the Divorce Symposium, Women in ETFs about investing and money topics. And you also speak on a variety of organizations, including the Young Women Lawyers Association, and Articling Students Association, Young Women in Business, Women in Energy. Is your focus basically now that I'm listening to these things and looking at this information so much more on women or is it partly women and partly family oriented? Is there a balance between the two? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And okay. I have, you know, I work with men as well i don't think like uh, i don't want anyone to think i'm closed off and i'm like anti-man <laughs> by all means i have yeah, a son yeah, yeah. um so yeah. i i do appreciate the yes men as well but i think i kind of had to, felt like i had to go you know so far that direction because like i said the industry has been male dominated for so long yeah that i wanted yeah. to create something really opposite of that like i wanted to create mm -hmm. something where women just felt like welcomed with open arms not even like a question in their mind not even that moment of okay. like hesitation of like okay oh is this a dumb question or things like that like i wanted women to just feel like yes like come you belong here um you know i am here to support women but yes of course i work with families and men as well and i think men can actually appreciate that as well mm -hmm. right because men you know who have mothers and sisters and daughters want that for the women in their lives too like yeah. we all want and we all benefit mm -hmm from when women do well financially and when women are really empowered and feel confident in their finances too. Like that's good for everyone. So I think yeah. men can absolutely get behind that as well. I'm going to toot a horn for you on that. <laughs> it deserves it. We, we are looking at the empowerment of women and you say there's also men and family involved and I see that in 2020 in Canada, you were a gold winner of the Young Achiever of the Year Award. How much of a challenge was it for you to qualify for that? And, and what exactly were they looking at in terms of your accomplishment when you were given that award? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that was really exciting to receive that um, <laughs> because there was other people nominated in that yeah, category yeah, and yeah. to be the winner was a big deal for me. Right. Um, right. But I think it's just, you know, there aren't a lot of like necessarily like young people as well in this mm -hmm. industry as financial advisors. Um, okay. it, it can be like a really tough start. And mm -hmm. so I think, you know, some people are maybe discouraged because of that, but, um, mm. you know, it's, it really means a lot because it is, it's like building your business. And again, as a young person, I think sometimes, you know, the, the sort of 
the questioning maybe that comes from people ah. like, well, do you have enough experience and do you know yeah. enough and whatnot? So it's, it's just really yeah. showing that yes, like as young people who have been doing this for a long time too, that we can still have that same, you know, level of experience and knowledge um, and hard work and just doing those other initiatives too. You. And I think that's part of the criteria as well as what other things are you doing? And, it, you know, that was with doing my podcast um, and really focusing on financial literacy and, and writing my books, which are both coming out this year. And um, so mm -hmm. just trying to like do more than just the typical kind of day to day. But it's like, how can we bring this to a bigger audience? How can we, you know, inspire more people when it comes to their finances? And I, yeah. you know, I think or I hope that was the criteria behind it as well okay okay wonderful thanks for sharing so we're going to get to the books in a little bit but i want to look at from a practical perspective what are some of the challenges that women basically face in terms of getting to that place where they can embrace the information embrace the knowledge and then practically use it or impart it in their lives to show financial literacy and financial independence what are some of the things that you think are challenges for them in not being able to totally um, experience that kind of independence? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh -huh. um, and I think there's a lot of different factors that go into that. But I feel like I've kind of summed it up to one thing, and it's just that uh -huh. level of confidence because okay. I believe when it comes to like building wealth and succeeding in your financial life, whatever that looks like, because that's different for everyone, but mm -hmm. it's, it's taking action. And I think what leads to action is confidence. I always say, okay. so, you know, when we feel confident or we feel like we know what we need to do, we're going to take the action and do it. So for me, what I find time and again with women is that there's like a lack of confidence. There's like more insecurities around money and finance. And it mm -hmm. might be a lot to do with like the patriarchal past where it was, you know, men were the breadwinners and they were earning money mm. and they were responsible for finances. And of course that's changing and has changed a lot. But, yeah. you know, is some of that still ingrained in us that women have grown up or women like had grown up in those times thinking, okay, men know more about money. You know, <laughs> they're the experts and saying things yeah. like, I'm not good with numbers. I'm not good with math. And almost writing ourselves off when yeah. I would say like men and women are really equal in their like knowledge and ability with finances. But for some yeah. women or for some reason, women are still struggling with that. And it's almost like that imposter syndrome is creeping yeah, in, yeah. in our financial mm -hmm. lives. So mm -hmm. with women just really taking a stand and saying, I know this and I can learn this too. And it's, you know, it's a journey. It's an ongoing thing. I don't need to be, you know, a financial expert. I don't have to take some special finance course or get like a master's degree and, and something yeah. like that, but I can still be good with money um, by just taking action and doing things. And, and so it's okay. that confidence and how we need to build women up and build the confidence. All right. Thank you for sharing. That song's really interesting and, and I suppose inspiring for a lot of women to hear that they don't have to be overeducated. Uh, it's a simple matter of taking action, affirmative action, positive action. Song's wonderful. Tell us about the article, Raising Money Savvy Children. What inspired that? And what is the message you're giving to parents? Yeah. So what inspired that is my own daughter. So uh -huh. she was 
She's eight years old now, but I think around the time she was probably like six or so. And okay. it's that age where you're starting to realize like they're starting to really understand things and have a mm -hmm. lot of more questions and questions. And it's such a good opportunity to start introducing money concepts and talking about yeah. money children. Yeah. And so that was my inspiration is just seeing my daughter and as like a money professional going, what would, what I hope that she would learn and mm -hmm. know, what do I want, you know, for her to, what kind of relationship do I want her to have with money and how can yeah. I support a positive relationship with money for her? So when it comes to like working with my clients, oftentimes, like what I hear from people, their biggest regret is usually that they didn't start earlier. So that's mm. why I money savvy kids and having these conversations with children about money that's how we can get people started earlier right like we can start talking to kids at the age of like five or six and again yeah. like age appropriate topics but we can start having those questions those conversations and answering their questions because money concepts build on themselves it's like math right first we right. learn addition and subtraction and then it gets like more and more detailed where yeah. we're learning yeah. like you know, the quadratic equations and calculus and all that. But it it right. starts out at just those basics. Like I remember when she asked me one day, she's like, do you have to pay bills every month or just once? And I'm like, great question, Ooh. every month. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. things like that, that it's just like they right. don't know. And we can mm -hmm. give them so much knowledge. Even yeah. if you feel like you don't know enough to be teaching kids, I would wager, you know, a lot more than you do about money and finances. And there's a lot that you can give to your children to raise them to be financially independent. So, you know, as parents, we don't have to feel like, oh, oh I have to save like tons and tons of money for my kids to set them up yeah. for success. Yeah. Well, how we can yeah. set them up for success just by inspiring them and having that, you know, ingrained in them, that confidence and that independence and that they can do these things. Yeah. Hooray, Kaylee. I'm going to give you a chair for that. Yay. Excellent. See, here's the thing. I see, you know, and, and for me personally, I must admit, I must confess, I really started late in the game understanding that concept. And again, it just was the little things that mattered, you know, understanding money. And how you can use money as a tool to invest, to make more money, and yeah. to create wealth independently. Um, what would you say to parents who probably lack the basic knowledge, the basic information, but they want to have their children taught? And I know that this book is going to probably say something on that. I haven't read it. But what would you say directly to them if they are missing that basic information? It was never taught to them. Their parents didn't give them that information. It was not exposed to them at any time. They couldn't seek it themselves, but they want their children to have a better life than they did. And they want their children to understand the power in being financially independent. What advice would you give to them that they can use, tools that they can use to help their children to get that kind of mindset? Yeah, that's a big question and a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think like probably the biggest key of advice is just communication, like okay. having the open communication with your children, because mm -hmm. money can sometimes be like a very taboo topic around yeah. like adults and other adults. Like we don't openly talk about money and we should more about like, yeah. you know, what people 
people are getting paid and, and like salaries and, and things like that, like that would benefit us all, but we make it very like, you know, we keep it close to the chest. We're very secretive or don't want to talk about yeah, it. It's almost yeah, like yeah. a shameful topic. But if you can really open up the lines of communication with your children, what's going to happen is they're just going to come with any questions they have. And it's such a good opportunity when they have questions to answer them. And so, you know, if they're coming to you with questions about money and, you know, how much does this cost and whatnot, like those are great opportunities to have those like learning. And even if they don't specifically like find the opportunities, like we were at the grocery store in line and Ivy grabbed like a pack of Tic Tacs. And I was like, 297 or whatever. I'm like, that's outrageous. Like when I was a kid, they were like under a dollar. And then I started mm -hmm. talking. I'm like, well, that's inflation in action. I, I mean, and then right. I started explaining what inflation yeah. is and she does the eye yeah. roll. And, um, but it's, you know, it's just having those opportunities in day to day, like life and, and what we're doing. And then, you know, as they get a little bit older, giving them a little bit more responsibility and financial independence, but you're there as like a safety net for them. So maybe it's when mm -hmm. they're starting to earn their first paycheck. How can you help them, you know, budget or allocate a certain amount towards savings and, you know, maybe some towards savings and some towards spending. So they have a little bit extra and you're teaching them these very important lessons. Yeah. And again, yeah. in a safe environment where if they spend their whole paycheck, they're going to be okay. Like they don't have a mortgage <laughs> payment or something like that. Cause yeah. you know, that's probably a good lesson to learn when they're young. So almost okay. you know, giving them that independence, letting them learn those lessons and going like, Oh, like that's what happens when you spend your whole paycheck before your next mm -hmm. one comes in. So you're going to yeah. have to wait. Um, yes. So finding ways to like, empower them and help them be independent and and being there though of course like in the background to offer support and offer advice and have that open communication with them i would say yeah. that would be my biggest key advice mm -hmm. for for parents and children so just be open to continuing to talk about it okay great open communication i i, I love it sounds really wonderful good advice so kaylee i'm gonna just share with you a short video and I want to get your feedback on it. So, okay. If your avoidance stems from not being happy with financial standing, so let's say you have been avoiding money to up, up until this point, that's completely okay. And that's why you're, you know, we're talking about this right now. And, and hopefully you're thinking about ways that, okay, I'm going to start paying attention. I'm going to get to know my money. Um, but if that avoidance, just let's say, you know, you have been avoiding it, if that stems from just not being happy with your financial standing, um, that's completely okay. And I want you to really look at this as not like a, a you know, a, a guilt building exercise, um, shame building around money or anything like that. It's simply about building a relationship with your money, getting to know. And so there's nothing right or wrong about it. It's just, this is where you are right now. And that's fine. And the beauty of it is just having an awareness and understanding. Yeah, great. So what are we looking at there basically? Is it uh, about, let's say, a mindset in terms of how people should look at financing? Um, what is the, the basic message behind that? You're right. I think it is such a mindset piece. Like uh -huh. I, I've done so much like work and um, 
discovery on like the mindset of things. Cause I see uh-huh. people in all different stages of lives and it's, it's different, right? Like sometimes you see people and it's almost like money just like flows to them. Like they really are this like magnet. <laughs> yeah. And then you see yeah. these other people where it feels like it's a struggle and it's hard and it's, you know, it's always something coming up for them. And so I'm like, there has to be something to this. And that's when I kind of went on my own journey to really understanding that mindset piece and Mm -hmm. how much that has like a role in our relationship with our money and how money shows Mm -hmm. up for us too. So there's so much benefit if you can even just work on your mindset with money. If you find, you know, find what's coming up in self-talk about money for you, Um, Mm -hmm. especially if it's negative, like, you know, stop and really take a look at that. Like if you're feeling like I can never get ahead or I'm always in debt, those things like stop for a moment and say, huh, where is that coming from? And, you know, how can I change that mindset? Because guess what? If you keep thinking I'm always in debt, you're going to find a way to keep getting in debt. Like it's just that self-fulfilling prophecy of like the power of our words and our mindset. So if you can stop and just really even like take notice of where your thoughts are with money, um, oftentimes you're going to see that they come from places that they aren't even yours, like the origins of them. Maybe it's like growing up and you saw money as a struggle for your parents, And then you find that same path you're on is like money feels difficult. You feel like to have a lot of money, you have to work really hard. Like you've almost taken on the beliefs of others. And by all means, that's probably that makes sense. Like that you're young and you're a sponge and you're absorbing everything. So we really have to like, like take note of, well, what did I absorb about money? And when you see it, you can kind of, once you see it, you have that awareness to say, I want to change that. Like I want to pick a belief that feels better to me and more in alignment with where I want to go with my goals. And, you know, instead of saying like, I'm always in debt or, you know, I can't get out of debt. Maybe it's saying things like I'm working hard to eliminate debt from my life for good or, or I'm building wealth every day. And, you know, those might feel a lot better and, and really help shift that mindset. And if that feels a little too far out of your comfort zone, even going mm-hmm. to things like gratitude is what I always encourage yeah. to of like, we have so yeah. much to be grateful for going into that gratitude and listing off some of the things that you're grateful for. It will have you feeling that more abundance mindset. And then yeah. maybe that's kind of how you can recalibrate. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's really awfully inspiring. Great stuff. Thanks, Kaylee. Thanks for sharing. Um, in terms of, the challenges that people face. I get the impression that there are sometimes people seem to be scared of becoming better. They seem to be scared of actually getting the information that would take them to financial literacy, financial independence. It's as if, you know, if it's it's a, it's as if they, 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 they kind of need to depend on somebody else to do it and then do all the stuff. And if they benefit, fine. When it comes to them personally, and they need to take the time to do the work to get the information, uh, it seems like a bit of a challenge. And in their mind, they're saying them to themselves, you know what, I'm not worthy of that knowledge, that information. I'm not worthy of getting rich. Do you, do you get that sense? Do you, do you get that kind of challenges coming across from your clients a lot? Yeah, yeah. Or people in society in general, like... Mm-hmm. Money is like one of the biggest sources of stress right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and and yeah there's a huge worthiness factor in it like people yeah. you know you see other people and you're like but that's not possible for me and mm. again it's that negative thinking so uh, there's so much we can do to just like look at those beliefs we have and just uncover like well where are they coming from you know are they even yeah. mine or am i picking them up from other people and you know what do i want to believe and when we talk about money like you said it's just a tool like money is nothing in itself if i said to you right now i'll give you a million dollars but you can't touch it you can't spend it you know it just has to sit there well yeah. that doesn't have a lot of benefit you're like well i don't need your million dollars then like yeah it's just, yeah yeah <laughs> like, it's like what would i want to do with that so it's it's the tool and it's what it brings us the ability you know ability to do and and you know maybe it's freedom or adventure or whatever it is that our values that we can actually achieve those through money so it's mm -hmm. you know realizing that like it's just it's not just money in itself it's what's behind that and and the goals yeah. for i think it's for everyone yeah. to recognize that uniqueness for them because everyone just has so many different like goals and they're on a very different path and you know, I think it's like money is this area where we can like really beat ourselves up and make ourselves feel like crap about like the whole mm. society yeah. is really good at feeling, making us feel like, well, you're behind, you're, you know, you don't have enough money, you're in debt, you're never going to get out of debt, like all these like mm. negative messages yeah. that we're wow. just like, I'm doing this wrong, I'm bad at it. Um, and instead, can we just say like, you know, you're doing a great job and give yourself credit for what you do do because you do do a lot of great things. Um, every day i'm assuming when it comes to your money like i'm sure you know you pay your bills people that are listening to this and they they work hard to save and they you know work hard in their jobs or their businesses to try to build more or income potential and things like that so i think it's people giving themselves credit for what they are doing um and you know trying to like cut out that noise of that like you should be here and you should do this um and really embracing that uniqueness for you because you know, it's, it's a journey and it's always going to be part of your life, like that money conversation and, and it doesn't really go away. So if you have like, if it's a stressful like relationship or you feel like money's always like a, a source of like anxiety or fear or shame, you need to work on that. Cause it's, it's something that's going to be kind of with you along the way, yeah. right? We pay yeah. for goods every day and things like that. So it's, finding a way to feel better where you're at because it's you know life is whatever like it's it's not forever we have a certain amount of time mm, we're limited yeah. to on I this earth limited. so we really yeah. have to enjoy yeah. and live our lives to the fullest so you have to find exactly. a way to work through that because you have to absolutely. enjoy the journey absolutely wonderful thanks for sharing so we've been listening to kelly for the past 35 minutes or so and she's been speaking a lot about inspiration mindset how we can get financial literacy how we can get financial independence some of the challenges that we face and some of the things that we can do basic simple things to get to that place where we can have that information and we can make wise choices about our finances so we're just going to take a quick ad break here and give kaylee some time to rest and relax probably have a sip of water and we're gonna get back with you shortly so stay tuned we must do some house cleaning at andy's personal development you get the added advantage of 23 years of business experience our core competencies include life and personal development coaching 
either individually or for your team. With me at the helm, you get someone that is internationally accredited, as well as internationally recognized and awarded. So whether it's a conference, seminar, workshop, or a retreat, we will write your speech executed with precision and value to influence your audience and deliver your core message. We specialize in leadership, communication, and teamwork. In the end, everyone is happy. So, call us today at 868-290-2395 or send us an email at lovebitsa at gmail.com or visit our website at www.andyspersonaldevelopment.com We thank you in advance for making contact with us as we seek to become your partner in health, happiness, prosperity. See you soon. Bye for now. So we are back live in the breakout room with our special guest, Kaylee Bovet, and she's been speaking extensively on the many aspects of financial literacy, financial independence, financial freedom, anyhow you frame it basically the ability to understand the power of money how it works the tools the basic things that you can do the simple things that you can do the little things that you can do to gain that empowerment and to restructure your life so that you know it reflects that knowledge that you would have gained and that's experience that you would have gained so we thank you for sharing um later earlier on we were speaking about the writing that you have done and you said that those books have not come out as yet. So, Kaylee, tell us about um, Money Wise Maybell's Bursting Bank. Tell us about that. Yeah. Okay. So that's a kid's picture book I've written. So great for ages like four to six. Um, uh -huh. And it's about a little girl learning about money. So basically what happens is she fills up her piggy bank and she's all excited and She's like, you know, what am I going to spend it all on, um, you know, candies or games or whatever. And her mom's like, well, it doesn't have to burn a hole in your pocket. You can mm -hmm. save it and you can buy something even bigger, or, you know, save yeah. up for something else. And then she's like, right. well, how will I do that? Because her piggy bank's full. Um, yeah. So her mom teaches her about like a bank account and then they go to the bank together and she opens her own very first bank account. Mm. Um, and yeah, she gets to start thinking about bigger goals. So again it goes to what i was talking about before of like talking to children about money and and so this is kind of like experiential too of like them experiencing like going to open their own bank account um and thinking about well what are these big goals they have like mm -hmm. when we think about yeah. money and and well from a place of possibilities and and i think that's so 
fun and inspiring for kids, right? Can we get kids talking about it? And I would love to see it like in every, you know, like school and and kindergarten class or whatnot and having those conversations of the kids of like, well, what are you saving up your money for? What are ways you can earn money and things like that? Okay, great. And how about make money your thing? Yes. So that's a novel, a nonfiction novel I wrote. And it is really about um, also what I talked about before, which is um, building confidence in women around money. So Mm -hmm. I hear lines from women such as like, I'm not good with numbers. I'm not a math person. You know, money isn't my thing. Well, guess what? make money your thing. Like you can do that. We can switch that. We can, you know, that can be the new conversation or the new phrase that money is my thing. And, and how do we make money our thing? It's just building that confidence and doing, you know, some of that work. And in the book, I talk about that, about, I kind of take the reader through that journey of like the mindset piece, the money awareness piece. We talk about like investing in it and planning for your goals and then also just aligning that with your values and again how money is just this tool to make those values and goals a reality so it's really just bringing the reader on that journey where Mm -hmm, they can feel mm -hmm. more confident where hopefully from that they're inspired to take action and again it could be anything it could be like wow i'm gonna start tracking what i spend this month so i have a better awareness of my money or Wow, Mm -hmm. I'm noticing I do have a lot of negative beliefs about money. I'm going to start noticing those and seeing if I can kind of change some of those beliefs to start to build that positive money mindset. You know, just things like that, that are things we can do and take action on right now. And it's going to make a difference. Like I want it to be a book that women of all ages and all stages of life can read and get benefit from. Okay. And when do you expect the published uh, copies to come out? So the kids book is coming out in September. So right in time for back to school. And then the yeah. make money or thing book, I believe it's a May date. I'm just waiting on final confirmation, but okay. um, I'm happy to give a link to my website when we chat about contacts and um, they can sign up there to be informed on, on when I get the okay. book release date. Okay, great. Wonderful. Wonderful. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, all the best to you with those publications. Yeah. So Kaylee, from a personal perspective, how do you manage the balance uh, of a single mom and at the same time your responsibility to your clients, the business, and whatever demands that it has on your time? How do you do that juggling act? Yeah, good question. I know that's okay. <laughs> do it all. So I have to give it up. Like to my support of women. So like for instance, uh-huh. Mom watches my little guy in the day. Um, so I have a really great support, you know, the whole it takes a village. I think that's very yeah, true. Right. Very appreciative of that, you know, village and the the support people in my life. But it's just being really mindful of like what is important to me and what I'm passionate about. And when I'm giving my time to what I'm passionate about. I don't know, it just feels like everything works and it all flows. So I think it's just making mm-hmm. sure that you're doing the thing that lights you up because it doesn't feel like work and then it all just mm-hmm. like blends together and it's all yeah, you know, part yeah, of each other yeah. where it's like you're writing a book but it's money-based because that's <laughs> where i'm passionate about and uh-huh. and those things so it's i think it's like when you find stuff you love it's you know you make it work and you make time 
the, the time all kind of works out. So it's, yeah, it's, you know, some days you feel like, wow, how did I manage to do all that? Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't Great. know. Maybe it's vitamins yeah. or good. Like drink lots of water, stay hydrated. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. But it's you know, it's just I think it is just being really in tune with what lights you yeah. up because yeah. you're gonna find ways to invest your time in those things. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. Thank you, Kaylee. Um, we had just about two minutes remaining, and I want to give Kaylee the opportunity to share information on how you can make contact with her. You need her advice or expertise, your challenge with financial literacy, financial independence. You want a greater understanding so you can be empowered, have a grip on the things that you do with regards to your finances. Uh, how can they make contact with you, Kelly? And I'm going to put something across the screen that I hope would help, but you can go ahead and share the information with them as well. Yeah, so the best place to go, which is scrolling across the top, there is my website, which is just kayleeboisvert.com. So it's right. first name, last name, all one word.com. And then on there, you have links to like my blog posts, my um, books, and there, you know, where you can buy them and things like that. Um, but you can also find me on Instagram, same thing under my name, Kaylee Boisvert. And yeah, all those social places as you go i think i made it pretty consistent so it's just by my name yeah. but my website's the best place because then it has links to all that there as well okay great so wonderful it's out there you know how to make contact with kaylee so if you need that information you want to know what's happening with her books and so on in the future you want to pre-order copies reach out the information is at the top of the screen and she will of course respond with you or to you accordingly so we thank you for sharing so at this time we're about to wrap up uh on andy's personal development we have had a wonderful uh entertaining but also valuable content being shared by kaylee bevere with regards to her expertise in financial literacy and financial independence we really appreciate the time that you took to share with us and as we continue, we want to encourage you people to always reach for higher heights, deeper depths, and widen your perspectives in life. It is not based on just a moment, but it's many moments that you can put together. And it is a journey. And that journey is a process. And we encourage you to enjoy every step of the way. So remember the key watchwords, health, happiness, and prosperity. So as we leave, just want to share a little bit of my appreciation with our viewers. So this is for... Right, so it's just 10 seconds of saying thank you for watching, thank you for tuning in, thank you for being a part of the program. So until next time, this is Andy of Andy's Personal Development saying so long, God bless, shalom, namaste. Bye for now. Hold on, Kaylee.